and I took last in the competition. And not only did I take last, but I took way, way, way last. There are no gold medals for down dog. Maximize every opportunity so that you can become you legendary. Can become legendary. What adjustments can you make right now to make yourself one percent better? Your only goal is to be the best version of you. So that was me, and this week uh, we're back to you and me. And I had to I had to squeak this in because there's something I just need to get off my mind. And this really started, I had two people really close to me say really relatively similar things. And the thing, the thing that they said, kind of paraphrased, was an exclamation of finding out or being, <laughs> having, the, having the enlightening insight that I am human. Um, and, and really, really, that was a statement of, of people close to me saying, oh, I'm happy you're not perfect. Which, if you've gone through my Nourishing You program, you know, <laughs> is something that I talk about nonstop. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. No one's perfect. So it's not a big reveal to find out that I'm not perfect. Um, just like it's not a big reveal for me to know that you're not perfect. And I do think that we as humans um, tend to get caught up in this this play that we're putting on that we think we're tricking people into believing that we are perfect. So the first, the first person, um, when it was said, you know, honestly, I was like, a little bit offended. I was like, yeah, I'm not perfect. It's true. This is not a shock to anyone. Uh, but when the second person said it, again, two people really close to me, I, I realized that I have a problem. And clearly I'm not doing a good enough job uh, it, expressing my my me, my meism, because th- there's nothing about me that is perfect. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I don't really talk about, but that I think is really hard for people to understand is that every single day from the time I was 24 years old, I've been dealing with really serious health complications. So oftentimes people look at me and they see this really physically fit being um, and because of that, they, they, there are assumptions that are made that I could never have any health issues and I don't get sick. That's absolutely true. I, I take care of myself. I, I have a really, um, fundamentally sound yoga practice. That's really true. But I, Every single day since I've been 24 years old, have been dealing with different degrees of of illness, and I've taken an illness that most people come down with or get involved with, chronic fatigue, and and they never again regain life. 
and I've regained life. But that doesn't mean that I don't, I'm not constantly dealing with things. And it doesn't mean that the people around you aren't constantly dealing with things. Just because people aren't sharing the, their struggles nonstop doesn't mean that everyone else around you has things easy. We all have things going on that are challenging and that are, are, are limiting, that, that really are, are limiting factors in our life. And I would tell you right now, I think I operated about 70% of my capacity, about 70% of my potential, which means that everything I do is about 30% harder than it should be. And that's not necessarily fun, um, but it's better than it's what it's been. And I, I, I'm really happy to be where I am in life. And I know that through my constant desire to grow and progress and, and get better, I, I will feel better every day. And that, that is the thing that I'm, I'm just 100% keyed into. But I really do, I want you, I want you to use me as an example. I, I want you, if you look at me and you think of how, how healthy and how fit and how, how, how wonderful that is, I want you to know that that's not my reality because I, I'm, I'm limited by, by, by this thing that happened to me. And you know, <laughs> uh, I, I hate that. I hate the last minute of what I just said. Because it sounds like I am painting myself as a victim and I'm not. I'm not a victim. Uh, I got sick and it changed my life. But I'm a better person because I got sick. So yeah, things are harder for me to do. But when things were easy, it wasn't easy for me to be a good person. So being here now and, and having this opportunity happen to me, right? This was an opportunity. This was an opportunity for me to change my life. And I took that as an opportunity to change my life and I changed my life because of it. And I'm not asking for sympathy about in this at all. What I'm, what I'm asking you to do is I'm asking you to think about the other people in your life who maybe it always seems like everything's ideal for them. It's not. Things aren't always ideal. But things don't have to be ideal for you to be happy. So I recently, last couple weeks, and I, I, hadn't, I hadn't expected to talk about this at all, but in the last couple weeks, uh, I had this kind of uh, rough spot, rough spot, I'll say. And rough spot for me is probably different than a rough spot for, for a lot of people. And um, again, this has nothing to do with external factors. This has everything to do with what's going on inside of me. So I went about six months, 24 hours a day, absolute joyousness, wake up, consciousness to sleep every single day where nothing affected me at all. And, you know, a couple podcasts back, I talked about this little, this little moment of doubt, and I'm not including that in the six months. I did have a little moment of doubt. So somewhere you can break that up where I felt like, oh, no, things are too much. But that was so short. It was it was 20 seconds. It was 30 seconds. It was 60 seconds. And then I just turned it around by realizing I could expand. But I went this massive amount of time with no problems at all. 
even though there were problems, there were certainly things that were happening in my life that weren't happening the way that I wanted them to, including my own health. So definitely things around me were going on that, that weren't happening the way that I would desire them to happen. But they went, those things were not able to affect me. They weren't able to affect my mood. Because I was rock solid in what I was doing. What I had, what I had control over and what I had the ability to respond to. And I fell off that for a day or two. And it was just a great little kind of break. Again, another opportunity to just look in and be like, wow, you just went six months with like ideal bliss every single day. How amazing is that? And now you fell off. So what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to powder, you're going to get back on. And yeah, sometimes it's hard to get back on, but when you do, it's worth it. It's worth it. So I'll apologize for, for that little tangent there um, about joyfulness. But I do think it's an important piece to this. Is to, for everyone to know that even, even if you don't feel perfect, even if the things around you aren't happening exactly how you want them to, you can still be ecstatic about life. Which kind of works well. kind of leads me into this, this last point that I want to talk about. So... If you follow me on social media, you know that a couple weeks ago, I entered my first ever rock climbing competition. Now, my first ever rock climbing competition was also my second time ever rock climbing. Um, and when I when I posted about this, a lot of people took my post and and thought that it was an expression of how good I was at at this competition. And I talked about this a little bit and I talked about it um, because I, I think it's kind of funny. But what I didn't share is that I finished 68th out of 68 contestants. So some people are like, whoa, that doesn't make sense. You're supposed to be really good at things. Maybe I am. Like I'm used to being pretty good at things. Rock climbing, I'm not good at. <laughs> I'm really not good at rock climbing. And I took last in the competition. And not only did I take last, but I took way, way, way last. And it was, it was, it was embarrassing. Um, it, it's, it is embarrassing in a way to take, to take last in something. But there's so many, there's so many amazing things that have, have come out of that. And the first thing that I think is really important, and I think it, it makes, it makes how last I took even more apparent is the person that finished 67th, the person that beat me by 21 points was a 12 year old. Now. Another thing, there were, there were lots of people of all ages in this. There were amazing rock climbers in this. And there were people going up and down things that I couldn't even understand how to start in, in three seconds. But the winner of this competition was a 12-year-old girl. 
So we all, <laughs> you know, everybody lost to a 12-year-old, but I also lost to all the 12-year-olds, and I took last place. What I actually, the thing that I think is the coolest thing about this entire experience is that the 12-year-old who took 67th place, I don't know who that was, but I have a feeling they're probably not all that good at rock climbing right now either. They're probably getting better every single day. But the fact that they entered a competition where they were probably likely to finish last and didn't finish last is a cool thing. You know, you're 12 years old. You know if you're good at something or not. But whoever that was, they were brave enough to enter the competition. In all likelihood, knowing that they would finish last. But they didn't finish last. And they beat me. And I would freaking give the biggest high five ever to that kid. I think it's amazing. I think that kid is the coolest kid that I can think of. So my entering that competition allowed someone else who would have finished last to not finish last. And yeah, sure. Like, that's, I'm not a hero for that. <laughs> it's true. I'm not a hero for that. But I'm so happy that I did it. And I'm so happy that that kid beat me. Because that kid is rad for being willing to enter that thing. And now if you're shocked that I finished last at something, don't be. Here's the deal. We're all good at different things. You're better at things than I am, and I'm better at different things than you are. And that's just true. We're just all good at different things. But you don't have to only do the things that you're good at. You can finish last. It's okay. Right? I finished last. I got beat by everyone who entered the competition. But I had a great time. And I'll do it again. And I'll get better at it. And I might not get good enough to not finish last ever. But it doesn't matter. Because I'll be happy as a clam doing it. So the next time you have an opportunity to compete in something, can you compete with yourself to see how happy you can make yourself instead of competing to see where you finish? And what would happen in your life if you started competing with yourself about how happy you are instead of competing with everyone else about what kind of car you drive, what kind of house you live in, kind of shoes you're wearing and all that other BS that we're all focused on have an amazing Thanksgiving if you're listening to this in real time and I'll talk to you again in two weeks <laughs> <laughs>